Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So I was going to start this one differently and have it come from the angle of like things that are issues that come up in people's lives and people complain about them, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think, I just think I want to scratch that and start it completely differently from the angle of just, hey, (laughs) you know what I think would be really amazing for people to do for themselves? (laughs) Because it's been a really amazing and important thing for me to do for myself. Um, What if we asked ourselves the question like, How's my inner child doing? Okay, and I'm going to say inner child and I don't want it to be like this frou-frou thing that everybody starts to misinterpret (laughs) Um, or just like gets turned off by. I'm saying inner child like the part of you that feels like it wants to be special, the part of you that wants to be loved, you know, how is that part doing? The soft part, you know, the part of you, maybe you could say that is you, you know, real, the real you, the inner you, but it is kind of like a child too, because maybe I could say the, um, how's the wounded part of you? Because the reason that it is so interested in being loved a lot of times, I mean, everybody, all the time, needs to feel loved. Um, But it gets extra fixated on it sometimes because of wounding or because it doesn't feel it or because it's really worried, you know, that it isn't loved. Um, And the same with the whole being special, you know. It sometimes becomes hyper fixated on feeling special or feeling chosen. Like, you know, people, I feel chosen and special and loved and heard, Uh, all these things, like that part of you, that part of you, it is the soft part of you. And is it the current part of you or an old part of you? It's both because that you will currently always still need um, to feel those things, you know? And also there's an older part of you that might have backed up needs in that, in those departments that didn't get met at certain times. So they're like trying to meet some backed up needs that are kind of like wounds, you know, and that maybe are kind of fixated upon because it's like, now I'm dying to be chosen. I'm dying to be chosen. I never get to be chosen. I really want to be chosen. Nobody hears me. Does anybody hear me? You know, and it's like, because it's a backed up, uh, need. Um, so that's also why the word child kind of comes in there too. But listen, understand the thing, however you want. (laughs) Um, It's just how amazing would it be? It has been amazing for me to think of it like this, but man, I think it would be this beautiful thing we could do. We think about, like, or it's a great priority to say, like, how is that part of me doing? How is the soft part of me doing? How is the part of me that needs to feel loved and heard and seen doing? How is it doing? Uh, And if the answer is... um, you know, horrible. Or if the answer is like in a lot of pain, uh, you know, the, the part of me that needs to feel special doesn't feel special. It's in a lot of pain. It's really stressed out about it. It's, you know, or 
you know, cause here we are as adults. I mean, it's different when you're a child. That's how these things get backed up. These needs, uh, because you don't know how to meet them for yourself. But here we are as adults. And although it is very hard and not something that many of us really kind of understand, um, it's on us to like love or parent ourselves. Like when we were little, it was like, oh, I needed to feel loved and seen by my parents and I needed to feel special and chosen. Okay. Well, a lot of us didn't have that and aren't going to get it. And how are we going to just like keep fishing for it outside of us? Well, it does come outside of us, but if you're fishing for the level of it that you needed as a child from your parents from outside of yourself now as an adult, it's not going to go well. You know, it will come off as you needing an infant or a child level love, you know, um, that is legitimate. There's no shame in it. Like that infant did need that love, but it didn't happen. And therefore you've got to give it to yourself. And I understand everyone's like, how do you do that? I mean, I get it. I get it. That is hard. It's not difficult for me. I mean, it's not easy enough for me to give like a three-step process, but what I can do is use this metaphor and play it out a little. And it does start to become clearer of like, oh, aha. So it would like look like that. And I mean, and as we often do sometimes to figure out how to do it, you have to look like what it would be if it were done, you know, um, to sort of back you know, fit in those pieces, um, whatever retrofit in those pieces. So, um, yeah, if we say, how is the part of me that needs to feel loved? You know, how is the part of me that needs to feel seen? How is that me? How is the inner child? How is the wounded part of me? How's it doing? If your answer is, I don't know. It's fine. I don't talk to it. I tell it to be quiet. Like it doesn't fuss. I keep it under wraps. I ignore it, you know, or something like any of these kind of, you know, Ooh, yikes. You know, like that's, um, not going to go well either because the only chance that your sweet inner self has in this life is you, you know, you're not guaranteed it from the outside. And if you didn't get it from a parent, I mean, that was kind of a really important primary, possibility that, you know, would have been so great. But if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. And the only chance that that sweet part of you has is you. And so if you ignore it or tell it to shut up and don't make too much trouble or like, I don't have the time to sit and talk to that thing. And, you know, um, that's just an older part of myself. I just ignore it. I don't, you know, it's not really possible, (laughs) you know, um, Can you really walk through your entire life without feeling loved? You can. I'm sure you can, but it's not going to go well. You know, you're that sweet part of you needs to feel loved. And how is it going to feel loved? Well, you know, it is kind of on you. And yes, you can get it from other people, but not first or not only and certainly not that primary 
affection and partnership that you needed. That primary stuff that you didn't get from your parents, like you're your only shot for that secondly. And honestly, even if you did get it from your parents, you'll still have to get in there and do that for yourself um, as an adult too, because you'll be an adult and you won't have parents anymore. So, you know, uh, and if, if one of the things that you need is to be heard, ignoring any part of yourself is absolutely contrary <laughs> to feeling heard. That big overarching thing that just like needs to feel heard. You got to do that for you. If you're ignoring yourself, like, of course, that's not going to happen. So anyway, without making it just sound like I'm talking in circles and some sort of deep psychology, you know, blah, 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 that doesn't have any step-by-step -step process. I'm going to go to the metaphor a little bit more of just like, okay, if I asked my, what I'm wanting, what I'm wanting at the end is, um, to pretend this is a child, right? Or a sweet part of myself, just a sweet part of myself. It can be an adult, but like a sweet part of myself that wants to feel special, that wants to feel heard. And I say, how are you doing? You know, how are you doing? I'm checking in. How's it going? And this child says, they do feel loved. Yeah, I feel loved. I actually do. I feel pretty good. I feel, um, finally, I feel seen and heard. I'm uh, adopted by this family and I do kind of feel loved. I feel like I can actually exhale and have some relief that I'm seen. I have a place at this table. We talk, um, and they listen to what I have to say. And we do sweet things together to where I do feel love. And I know I'm special somehow. I mean, maybe this family that has adopted me is helping me feel that. But also, I'm just growing up. I'm maturing. And I'm just sort of looking at things from a practical level, looking at the universe at large. And I'm seeing I am special. I just know that whatever specialness I needed as a kid, like I have it. I am loved. I love me. I enjoy me. And I, yeah, I, I feel heard, seen by myself and I feel secure. Like I can actually start to trust and, you know, I have some trust. I just sort of feel stable and like it maybe not is all perfectly figured out and maybe it's not all there, but like I do feel some security. I do feel some relief. I do feel loved. I feel special. I know that I'm special, you know, and that this family that adopted you is you. <laughs> like you could either... Say that metaphor like, wow, this family really listens to me and this family really cares about me and we do actually do things and I feel like I am special. I have a place here. Um, and you can look at it like that or you can realize that like the family that's adopting you is you anyway. Like you be the sweet family that adopted the sweet you. And, you know, you can say, ah, I actually know that I'm special. I also know that I'm loved because I'm the one loving me. Uh, so I don't have to wonder, like I just feel it and it does feel secure and it does feel like trust um, and relief. And, you know, so imagine that place, you know, when you can say that about you um, 
or how that inner you, that sweet you, that child you, that wounded you feels. And if it feels like they're doing okay, they're thriving. They're starting to thrive. They're getting better. They're, you know, there's actually, um, it's not complete distress in there. It's, there's a little bit of air too, you know, and, um, cause there's like stages and then, you know, it all changes. It's not like one time you fix everything and it never gets messed up again. I mean, that's not how your kitchen works. <laughs> like, you know, life happens and you have to keep living. And so it'll get messed up in there again. And then you, you know, handle it, uh, the same way. Yeah. That you would handle, I guess, you know, if you're thinking of it metaphorically, like your own child or somebody that was in your family who you cared about or, you know, but yeah, it's you. You got to treat you like that. It's like, okay, um, how do we get this person to not feel distressed? How do we get them to feel loved and special? How, you know, all these things that they're kind of like, ah, I need these things, you know. And we go back to that statement of like, how many people kind of, insist that that's not happening. <laughs> like, no, it's fine. I don't, you know, it's fine. I just do what I need to do. I don't need to feel special. It's fine. You know, but if you ask them, like, do you really feel loved and heard and seen and, you know, cherished in your life? It's like, Ooh, yikes. <laughs> then, you know, they're going to stumble. They're going to just be like, I don't know. You know, I don't have time to think about that. I don't ask myself those things. Like these kind of things just, Ugh, and it's, it's unfortunate. Or they might be just like, no, I'm kind of like dying inside, um, you know, and like withering away in there, but I'm trying to manage and I'm just, you know, hoping that if I just pull my shit together, <laughs> then everything will get better. And this is actually where I was going to start this, um, because I think they're linked. I feel like this stuff where people are saying like, oh, I feel like I have imposter syndrome and I'm like constantly trying to prove something, you know, or people that are out there trying to prove something or they're thinking that it's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. I'll get my shit together. Um, or the concept of even having your shit together, like, because it's such an impossible, uh, actual thing, you know, uh, the concept of like, I've got to get my shit together. I better act like an adult. I better pull it together. I better, you know, um, leap off this cliff and start doing these behaviors of things that are actually the person I want to be. How come I can't get that to happen? How come I can't be this person that I want to be? How come I can't make the things that I want happen? How come I don't actually feel like I'm who I think I am, you know, or who I think I can be? How come I can't be the person that I want to be or think I am, you know, how come I can't make the things I want happen in this life? And there's just like a lot of frustration. I don't care who you are, even if you're like wildly successful in so many areas of your life, that takes a deeper level of peace. I mean, there are some wise people out there that have really come to that deep place of peace in themselves, but it's not regular. And they also fought through those plenty. So I feel like there's not a person out there that doesn't understand this place of like this efforting, just like, oh, I gotta like do it harder, try to be, why am I not me? How can I be me? What can I do to make what I want happen? How come I'm not the person I want to be? And there's a lot of answers to that. I mean, like maybe you're wanting things that aren't um, really you, you know? Like there's a lot of different angles to look at it from, but this is one of them. Um, maybe... It's because, you know, you don't have any power to do so. 
you don't really step into full maturity as a being, into full stability as a being um, to where you could even be the person that you wanted to be. Instead, you just be throwing yourself off a cliff. You just like start shoving your energy into behaviors and you can maybe get those behaviors to work for like two to three months max, you know, but then they're going to lapse and it's going to be that disappointment thing. And, you know, people talk about it everywhere where it's like, I try to get a good routine going and then it falls apart. And that can also be for many other reasons in life. But this one's one of them too. This one's worth looking at too. This is a metaphorical sort of, uh, I don't know, whatever, a little piece of gold that could actually... um really be worth a lot uh, because you don't really reach your full maturity until you do love yourself, until that child in there that needed to feel special and loved and heard and secure um, and be able to trust and to be able to relax, like until they get to relax, until they feel like they got adopted by the people that they were always dreaming of. And those people were you, (laughs) adult versions of you, you know, the you that sees the bigger picture because it's not little anymore. You are the kind of hero that you've always been waiting for. There was a guy that I like who was talking about, you know, people look for partners and they look for the one, the one. And it's like, you are the one. And he he does his whole thing around romance and that concept of you're the one. But I mean, it's really pointing to the same thing. It's like, until you feel that the sweet family that you were longing for that finally adopted you was, is you, you know, like um, until you become that and adopt yourself and give yourself all that that you needed and become that, you know, that security uh, for the sweet you in there. Um, You won't really have the ability to feel anything other than an imposter and have that imposter syndrome or whatever. And you, you won't be able to do much other than just sort of throw your action into behaviors and hope it works out. Like being acting almost as a certain way and hoping that you can like fake it till you, till you make it. And I guess some people have some success with that. Um, I end up thinking that it's because in doing that, um, yeah, they start to see just what is to be cherished about themselves or they, you know, it's like this part ends up clicking you know, uh, did it click from the other directional flow? Yeah. Faking it until they make it. Yeah. But like making it really does end up meaning adopting yourself, being the sweet family member or the one that you were always waiting for. Um, you know, the love that you were waiting for. It's like giving, uh, that cherishing kind of element to yourself. And again, there's not a lot of how-to. I mean, I you just kind of have to imagine what it would look like at the end and then kind of feel your way through like, oh, ah, so it would feel like that. You know, and it's like, I have to do that for me. Um, 
And I do think it's a huge part of human maturity, human maturity that many of us do not make it to. Like, it's just, you know, it's it's because nobody's talking about it. And that's why I love this metaphor, because it's like, I don't, you know, or I felt like it needed to really be said because like nobody's talking about it. Um, I mean, maybe they are. I know there's a lot of self-love stuff out there. And then like I just got through saying that guy was saying, you know, don't be looking for the one in an external partner. Like, understand that you're the one you are. Um, so people are, I guess, saying it, but. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's kind of like getting lost or getting scrambled in with a lot of the like, get your shit together. This is how it'll work. The step-by-step process is to get your shit together, set a routine, do it every day. Maybe that does work, but I do think that it starts to tilt the emphasis back towards sort of shutting that voice up and not really hearing it or seeing it or loving it or cherishing it. Like, and not letting it relax. Like, how is that relax? If you're just like efforting and efforting and efforting to like cover up the fact that you're an imposter and prove that you aren't and like force yourself to be this person that you want to be, damn it, you know? It only actually happens when, you know, this, this other place, this like adoption of like, ah, uh, you can ask that part of yourself, how are you doing? And they're like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thriving. I'm, you know, there's, it's, there's a lot of air. I do feel loved. I don't feel everything perfect, but like, I do feel loved and I'm, I know, um, that I am valuable. I know that. And I, I really know that I just like feel that, um, I'm special. I, I know that I am. It's like, I can't not be or, or whatever the things are that you need, you know, it's because I am to me. Um, so anyway, I feel like that part, I repeat a lot because I'm just like, Oh, how else could I possibly explain it? But it's just hard to explain. But I do know that the world opens up, you know, and maturity, like this real maturity, this place of like feeling like, really you or like the person that you wanted to be is just you and you already have what you wanted you know it's like that thing where it's like oh what was that quote it's like something about wanting or having what you want versus wanting what you have and I think that those things just like bleed into each other immediately like you don't have to force yourself to just want what you have if it's truly not what you want but what I mean is when you get to that place of like really being the sweet adoptive family to the sweet person in you that's always needed one, um, you do, you are the person that you wanted to be. And it isn't by any linear logic <laughs> that it happened. You know, it just like, how did I get here? I don't know. It's just, you know, but there, there's no more, there is that security of self and that relief and that, um, you know, you're not an imposter. You just feel like a fully matured being, like the fully matured best version of you, like all the way you, your complete self. And that's kind of where you land and it's an awesome place. And so I kind of feel like, if you're not asking that question and getting some solid results, I mean, if, it, if the answer is like, I shut that up, I don't let that child speak. Like I just, you know, or if it's like, I ignore it or I haven't talked to that kid in a while, I, I just don't have the time for that. Or 
you know, no, that kid is desperate in there still. It's like kind of withering away and like, I'm hoping it'll just go away. I'm hoping that, you know, we just like let that part of ourself die and then it won't bother me anymore. Uh, holy crap. If you know, those are the answers like, yeah, then it's definitely not worth your time to keep fighting to try to make things happen in your life or, you know, be this person that you want to be. Cause it, it just like, I don't think it'll happen. I just don't think it'll go very well. I think it'll be like two months tops and then it'll fall apart because that, that layer of security has to be attained uh, like with yourself. Um, and man, it can't be attained if you're like ignoring that sweet child. Uh, but anyways, I know a lot of people just sit around and make fun of like talking with your inner child. Like it's this totally ridiculous thing or whatever. So I, you know, I get it. Um, I've tried to make it more sort of concrete and practical and realistic and adult than that. Like it doesn't have to be like rolling in the floor with an inner child version of you that is literally an old version of you that doesn't, uh, have relevance anymore that you need to grow beyond. It's actually so that you can grow beyond, you know, it's like, actually like having that child grow, uh, you have to nourish them for them to grow. Uh, anyway, I could get off in a whole different <laughs> set of metaphor, but that will be the metaphor that I, that's, that'll be where I leave it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.